This podcast is supported by Understood Explains. As parents, we are often having to figure out things as we go, and that is very true for our children's education. And to help you out, I want to tell you about a podcast called Understood Explains. This season is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Uliana Ortube, and she discusses all the things you'd want to know about individual education plans, or IEPs, what they are, why they're needed, who benefits from them, and what to expect when you have meetings with teachers. I could have really used this podcast when my son had an IEP for speech when he was six. I was overwhelmed trying to understand the process and what everything meant. The episode on Understood Explains, Does My Child Need an IEP?, was the kind of info that would have really helped me get the most out of the educational support of the IEP for my son. And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom and Mind. This is a podcast all about perinatal mental health and wellness, related to conception, pregnancy, birth, loss, postpartum, and new parenthood. But more than that, we aim to deepen our truths, shed light on real issues, speak about our pain, feel understood, and offer a path to healing. We raise the volume on these topics in hopes that someday everyone will have the support and information that they deserve before they need it. Please note this podcast is not a replacement for treatment by a professional or professional training. Welcome back to Mom and Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat. On today's episode, I'm going to speak a little bit to the client experience. What a lot of the moms that I meet with and a lot of the moms that I know who go to seek out therapy for perinatal mental health related issues, um, some of the things that they go through. And the very first thing I would like to say about them is how brave they are, how strong they are, how amazing it is that they've come to a point where they recognize that something's not quite right or something is very wrong and they seek help, they seek support, they reach out, and not just to me, but to other therapists. This is, I'm speaking of all of the moms who really reach out and try and figure out what's going on for themselves, get the help and support they need to try and feel better. We live in a world that's getting more used to the idea of psychotherapy and that it's okay to reach out to get help for your mental well-being the same way that you would for your physical well-being. Uh, But there's still a ton of stigma uh, that a lot of people are fighting against to come and get the help that they need, sometimes even within their own families, either, you know, partners who don't understand it or parents who don't understand it. I just know that what I see every day with Uh, the clients that I meet with and the moms who come to the support group, they're really trying. And even when they are feeling their weakest, they're so strong. It's just a different kind of strength than what we've become accustomed to expecting when we hear the word strength. I see these moms coming up against really difficult 
challenges and the transition to parenthood just on its own really has a tendency of putting a huge mirror in front of you. This podcast is supported by Starglow Media's Mysteries About True Histories. From the creators of the hit top-ranking kids educational podcast in the world, Who Smarted, the Emmy-nominated Nat Geo Disney Plus's Brain Games and Netflix's Brainchild, comes Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as M-A-T-H, or math, in which kids ages six and up can hear humorous and educational stories that follow two best friends, Max and Molly, while they go on adventures through time, solving puzzles, hidden equations, talking about history, and making learning cool. Episodes transport listeners to moments in history like Pythagoras's ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. When I drive my son to school in the morning, we listen to these episodes that fit perfectly in our commute, with the episodes being about 15 minutes long. And this podcast is right up my son's alley because he loves to solve problems and happens to love math and the types of punny jokes that Max likes to tell. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. And reflecting back some some of your own stuff, some of the issues that maybe you have not dealt with yet in your life or even some of the ones you did deal with and here they're coming back up in this brand new light. And oftentimes those issues are sort of magnified as if you're looking through these past issues through a magnifying glass. So not only are you confronted with how you're doing with the transition into motherhood and parenthood, but you're also having to potentially reflect on lots of stuff that you really don't want to be thinking about. And for right now, I'm speaking primarily about the moms who have trauma in their past, um, which so many of us do. And I'm not speaking about trauma like near-death experiences necessarily, although that is possible. I'm speaking about trauma anywhere from PTSD, where there's a diagnosis and you're having uh, symptoms of post-traumatic stress, to the other types of trauma that maybe nobody else sees. Maybe it was that mom's particular experience that she felt traumatized by, but nobody else really understands. And more deeply than that, I'm talking about things that happened in childhood, things that happened while growing up that all of a sudden you're sort of dealing with unexpectedly. When I talk about motherhood in general, 
my sense is that once you have a child, it sort of blows your heart wide open and uh, makes you feel vulnerability in a way that maybe you haven't before or in a long time. It may make you anxious and worried in a way that you haven't before or in a very long time. And it may make you feel more deeply and or be in touch with feelings that you were once disconnected from. And sometimes those moms who come in for therapy, and and I'm saying moms because that's primarily who I meet with, but this can happen for for partners and for dads as well. When those things come back up, those issues from childhood or, or in your past, when they come up, it can feel really disorienting. It can feel very confusing. And then oftentimes people are having their feelings out of context. So they might be feeling things that that feel familiar that are from their past, but they're having them now in this new context of new motherhood. It's very confusing. And to to make a choice to come in and deal with that stuff is, I think, honorable. Sometimes I'm not sure if it's totally a choice to, to come in for therapy, but it's more realizing that something is not right and they're just trying to figure out what's going on. And this is one way to figure that out. Sometimes I wish I could record the therapy sessions that I have with these moms. It's just amazing when they are able to push through some of these really difficult things, put pieces together from their history that that help them understand themselves better now, to see the healing and recovery that happens over time for moms. And sometimes it's just even within that first session when they feel finally heard and understood and somebody is taking the time to really listen and not judge them, how very powerful that is. That's part of the beauty of therapy, uh, but it's also the work of therapy is coming in and saying the things that maybe you're not saying to anybody else or that you haven't said yet to anybody else. And I hear so often from moms that, especially moms who think they're bad mothers or feel bad about their own thoughts and what they're, you know, feel inadequate as mothers that once they say those thoughts out loud, um, and they can reflect on it. It just sounds different. Almost like hearing themselves helps them put into place the reality of the situation that actually their feelings are that they are bad mothers, but hearing it out loud themselves, you know, sometimes people will say, well, that sounds silly or that's ridiculous. Or at least when I can reflect back to them, how many good things they're doing as a mother It really breaks down those self-perceptions and beliefs in a really positive way. I suppose I should say that because I'm a therapist, my, my bias is that most people would benefit from coming into therapy. And this isn't necessarily a plug for therapy, but you can take it that way. Um, I will, I'll go ahead and, and plug it, but that's not the point of, of what I'm talking about today. It's just that not everybody gets to see the incredible power and strength and transformation that happens for moms when they're in a healing environment, when they're getting the problem-solving support that they need. And I'm just, every week, I'm struck by the amount of courage it takes and, and strength it takes to come in week after week for some of the moms and in the support group even to come in and want to talk about difficult things want to reach out and get this support and get this help. And for those of you who are listening who are therapists, you know already how powerful it is 
to see the change. And this is part of the honor that we have as therapists to sit with people and support them in their healing process. It's just phenomenal. It's amazing. And I'm honored every week to do this with people. I get excited for them when they're excited and moving past their pain and, and into their life. And it's it's such a powerful process. I just so wish that, you know, everyone could could get a glimpse of it and see what happens when moms heal. And part of the reason why I'd love to be able to share this with other people is because they, they think there's, you know, still a lot of difficulty for quite a few people in the idea of reaching out to a therapist. As I said before, the stigma is real. The perceptions of what it means to go to therapy, that you have to be crazy to go there, or something has to be seriously wrong with you if you go to therapy. And frankly, I see this the spectrum. I see people who want to come in for just you know self-improvement, and they're functioning pretty well, but there's a couple of areas they'd like to just work on, and that's admirable. And if you want to have a spectrum, there are there are people who are suffering so much that they're questioning whether they want to live or not. And that is incredibly painful for them. And yet they come to therapy still because there is that glimmer of hope. There is something driving them to get the help and the support that they need. And I just so wish that, you know, the people who are on the fence about coming in for help, if they could be reassured that when you're in working with a good therapist, good things happen. You know, even in our, uh, most of our informed consent for psychotherapy, we need to let people know that things get a little bit harder or they could get a little bit harder before they get better. Because usually when you're coming in for therapy, you're starting to talk about all the things that you've been avoiding talking about. Uh, so yeah, it's going to bring up some feelings, but there's such power in letting that out. There's such transformation in not keeping it bottled up anymore. There's so much more positive potential for you when you can allow that kind of the toxic feelings out, allow someone to sit with you and witness and hold your pain with you, support you to transform that into power, into a different kind of strength, into deeper knowledge about yourself into more connected relationships with other people. You know, moms who are pregnant or, or have had a birth trauma or coming in postpartum or all of the above, you know, they're in an incredible state of transition. Uh, and it can often be hard to know which way is up and so tired and hard to form sentences sometimes, hard to even understand how you yourself feel, let alone explain to a partner how you're doing because you literally can't put words together sometimes. Your brain is so foggy. And to go to a therapist who's trained in perinatal mental health, who can help you understand what's actually happening and give you some context about why you might be feeling the way you feel, it can help transform that feeling from, it's just me, I'm a bad mom, there's something wrong with me, into, oh, right, I feel this way because I haven't slept in you know however many weeks because I had a difficult birth, because I feel guilty that I can't produce enough milk for my child, that um, my partner is unsupportive, or that my partner is doing everything they can to support us, but they're not here. 
um, or any variation of that. For the moms who are listening who haven't yet reached out for support or help, please do. Um, You don't have to suffer. You absolutely don't have to do this by yourself. There are quite a few resources out there. Um, Postpartum.net is one of them, but there are so many. I just want to reassure you that even if you had have had a difficult past, um, that you don't have to be tied down to it. Um, you can free yourself of things that have happened that might be coming up for you in this period of time during pregnancy or after birth or in the postpartum period with your new baby. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics, depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. Or if you've had a loss... There are ways, there are people who are trained to help and support you through this period of time. So I don't know, maybe I'm sort of preaching to the choir. Maybe everyone who listens here um, is kind of already in tune with mental health stuff because this is a perinatal mental health podcast. But for those of you who are in touch with, who do get it and who are in touch with moms who might not have this information, we have to reach out to them in whatever way, even if they don't go to therapy, they need support and they need to know that those of us who know what's going on, they need to know we're out here and that we understand and that they are not alone. 
that is the the pervasive and important message through perinatal mental health is really really letting all of these moms and dads and partners and families know that they are not alone. And with the right help, they will get better. I've seen it. It happens. It happened to me. I am better. I'm fine. I just really wish we could get this, you know, the message of of hope and the message of healing out to moms who are struggling and who are feeling alone. So, on some level, this, this podcast is in honor of all of my clients um, who work so hard and for all of you out there who work so hard, either in your own work to get through your own struggles or the therapists who support them, um, the doulas, the midwives, the nurse practitioners, the doctors, the psychiatrists, whoever you are out there helping and supporting perinatal women, you are so needed. And you may never even know how you impact a mom, but but just know that you are and that your work is important and it's valued. So thank you everyone for listening. To check out all of our episodes, go to momandmind.com. Join us on Facebook or in our Facebook group, Mom and Mind Connection. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks so much for being with us. Until next time. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is that you leave here feeling heard, understood, and hopeful. Please share this podcast. Together, we can support moms and families so that no one has to deal with this alone. Come and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Mom and Mind. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.